What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And today's been uh, a pretty average Monday. Uh, not too much going on. Haven't really had any sales today, which has been kind of odd considering I've been doing really well recently. So that's been something that has kind of been different just because I've usually had over the past few weeks it's been pretty consistent you know a couple sales here a couple sales there and pretty much going to the post office with 10 to 15 packages a day which has been really good but it's kind of nice to be able to relax a little bit and not have too much to worry about going home I was gonna go sourcing but I'm not really sure where I want to go things have just been kind of buttoning down a little bit more in PA and called around a couple places they don't really have the stuff that I'm looking for so it's just kind of been weird because I can't go to a thrift store I can't really go out to retail stores that much except like maybe a Walmart or a Target or something like that because they're considered essential and online has been too great just because the bot I've been using to pick up some stuff has been doing a lot of updates and stuff so it's been a lot of workshopping with that for the the developer I think that he's been trying to get different things done so it's been kind of difficult to try and pick up different items that are restocking or re-releasing just because it hasn't been the bot hasn't been working as well as it usually does so it's just been kind of slow but uh, I did pretty well today with just picking up some inventory online um, I know I just said that I didn't, I haven't been picking up a ton, but I just remembered I did do pretty decent. There has been a couple uh, a couple cosmetic things that released today, and my group kind of gave me a, an alert on that, so I went and picked those up, and that was good, but outside of that, you know, I like going to the stores. I like being able to find stuff that I'm looking for. I like going to Ross. I like going to the thrift stores because it's like a treasure hunt, but I've also been kind of enjoying the the thrill of just going and doing some retail arbitrage and seeing if they have the items I'm actually looking for kind of knowing what I'm going for to to get to the store but you know actually seeing if if the Walmart website lied to me or not and if they did lie and it turns out they have way more in stock or whatever that would be that's stuff that I kind of enjoy too but kind of slowing down a little bit so that's kind of the way things have been for everybody and I'm just gonna play it by ear and try and keep sales up and keep things going here but thinking about that I've left a lot of people with anybody who's listened to this has kind of gotten a sense of how to sell how to look for items a couple different places you can look and a couple different things you can find when you're out looking and you're starting out but I haven't touched on the most uh, one of the most important things about making a sale and that is shipping and for a lot of people who have never sold online or don't have a lot of relatives that live far away you're usually not shipping very many items because you have no reason to a lot of people will ship things to college students or to family members over the holidays that live far away but if you don't have any of that and you never really sold anything online you would have no reason to ship anything and that's kind of the boat I found myself in when I started reselling last year I had a lot of items to that I wanted to ship and I had sold a couple of them and then I realized I had no idea how to ship any of them and what I also didn't realize is the price of shipping I, I kind of had found the post office calculator that gives you a general price for shipping but 
I hadn't really saw that eBay gives you a discount on shipping and how to use that to my advantage and which shipping services end up giving you the most bang for your buck and which ones help you get better sales and stuff like that. So there's just a lot that kind of goes in with shipping that I don't think a lot of people talk about and that's because it's kind of a boring topic but it's important and a lot of people that start reselling quickly find that they get discouraged when they sell an item for 10 bucks and find out the shipping costs 15 bucks and they don't know what to do and they end up losing money on the sale where they cancel the transaction and get a negative feedback. So I'll just walk you through shipping real quick, give you a an outline of how you can ship, what you can use, what different sites you can use to ship through, and kind of the different services you want to be using when you're shipping items to maximize your profits and maximize your sales. So the main shipping service that I use and a lot of resellers use is the post office because they are hands down probably the cheapest place to ship that is for relatively normal sized items. We're talking, you know, anything under a pound to 10 pounds or something like that. I'm usually shipping with the post office. Anything above 10 pounds, I'll start looking into UPS and FedEx, but for the most part, the post office gives you the best deal, especially for those really, really heavy items that are small because you can put those in a flat rate box. But if you have a really big and heavy item, sometimes it's better to use the uh, to use UPS or FedEx for that. It just all kind of depends. But the post office is really where I, I spend most of my shipping time and, and money on shipping is, is goes to them because they have the priority mail service, which is really the most the most the service you'll use the most whenever you're shipping it's just it's very very easy it's very simple you put the label on you don't have to worry about anything else and it's going to be to the buyer in anywhere from two to three days unless it's like they live really far away then sometimes it's four days but usually it's within two to three days and that's very beneficial to you because you're able to almost compete with people that are selling on amazon doing very high velocity shipping because two to three days isn't really that different from one to two days. It may mean a lot to the buyer, but for people who have a little bit more patience, if they see that something can be there in two days or three days, they're going to still pull the trigger on eBay if it's 10 or 15 bucks less. It just, it depends on how price savvy the people are and how much they're willing to wait, but it's not a huge difference between two and three days and one and two days. And if you're using a different service through the post office or UPS or FedEx, Oftentimes it can take one to five days or five to seven days and that is a pretty big deal If somebody needs something by you know a couple days from now if, if it's Monday and they have a project due Friday and they need the the tools that you're selling on Thursday Well, you're not an option anymore because your stuff won't even make it to them by next week But if you're using priority mail you become a viable option for somebody to purchase from you from because you have items that will be to them much quicker than anything else. The other thing with priority mail is that it comes with $50 of insurance and then once you become a top rated seller on eBay you get a standard $100 of insurance on it. So it's just nice because you don't have to do anything to get insurance. If you're selling anything that's worth $50 or under it comes standard so if your item gets lost, gets destroyed, the buyer for whatever reason decides to pretend like you didn't send them anything, you can go to the post office and show them the receipt they gave you at the post office you call them or eat. I would probably do it online, but 
you would go to them and say, hey, you know, I have priority mail, comes with $50 of insurance, here's my proof of shipment, and they're pretty good about getting back to you and getting you your money back. So, and not just your money back on the shipping, but your money back for the actual item. You just prove to them what it sold for on eBay and you're good to go. So, they're really good about that. I, I like shipping with the post office. There's usually one in every small town everywhere. So that's kind of a really good benefit of using them is because most people everywhere can use the post office. They're just so common. So the one thing that may change is that the post office is kind of in over its head with the way that their business has been going and the way it's been run just because there's been a lot of, uh, they really haven't been making any money. They've been operating in the negative for way too long. And so there's speculation that in June they may shut down or at least temporarily shut down. And that would cause a huge issue for a lot of people. One being that most resellers cannot ship their products. That, that would affect me probably the most because then I'd start having to use UPS or FedEx. But number two, most people just rely on the post office for their daily mail. And so if it ends up shutting down, then what? And then you know, a lot of mail isn't getting delivered and it could be a huge mess. But for now, that's not something you have to worry about. It's just that's that's currently some people's speculation on it. But the good thing about the post office and the reason I use them the most is that they provide free priority mail boxes and priority mail envelopes to anyone who wants them who signs up for a free account with usps.com which is nice so you just sign up you go to google you type in usps.com you go to their website you sign up for an account and then if you can't find the link to the free boxes just go to google again and type in usps free shipping supplies and it'll bring up a link and you'll go there and it'll have a whole ton of free shipping boxes that you can choose and use and you have to make sure that you're not getting ones that are for express mail because express mail is like overnight or it gets there the next day or anything like that or, or two days from now but like guaranteed two days instead of the priority mail being two to three days so you want to make sure they're not bad if you're using if you're mailing something you want to use priority mail most of the time unless the buyer requests express mail but um, they're white and red boxes with a little bit of blue on them and they're pretty easy to determine I use the 12 by 12 by 8 and then they have a shoe box, which is awesome for shipping almost anything in. I use, I put a lot of coffee mugs in there. I put a lot of shoes in there. I, I put a lot of different things. Um, and then I'll trim the boxes up to kind of fit the item. They also have a lot of their flat rate boxes on there, which is nice. So their medium flat rate and their large flat rate uh, box are really, really versatile for items that are smaller, but really dense. Think of, I mean, the the kind of joke is if you're shipping like a lead weight or something like that but if you had to ship anything like a like an actual like a weight that you would use for lifting or if you had to ship um like people were selling supreme bricks uh, a while back when the supreme bricks came out um you know if you had to ship that that would be a good way to ship that because bricks are pretty heavy so for whatever reason if you were trying to ship a 30 pound brick using priority mail it would probably be 60 bucks but using that little flat rate box it ends up being I think 13 ish dollars so it saves you a lot of money and helps you kind of get your shipping done much more cost efficient for you so that's kind of something that I would keep your eye on the thing about flat rate boxes is that you cannot modify them so you can't trim them up to fit your package better you kind of got to roll with what they give you 
uh, all the other priority boxes, anything that's not flat rate, you can trim up however you want. I mean, you can make an origami sculpture out of it if you'd like to, but um, you know, as long as it fits your package, you're good to go. The thing with flat rate is that they kind of use those sizes to guess how much they can put in a car and stuff like that, or, or a truck. And so they kind of need them to be a certain size to know how much they're going to fit and stuff. The thing with, uh, the other thing with flat rate is that they have padded flat rate envelopes and then flat rate cardboard envelopes. The cardboard envelopes are about seven bucks. They're right over seven bucks in the flat rate padded envelopes, which are just like bubble mailers. They're around eight bucks. And the bubble mailers are like the second most thing that I use, if not the most, I use those all the time. And you can use them for shipping coffee mugs. You can use them for shipping different like DVDs and stuff like that if you want to, but I'd probably use media mail for DVDs if you have those, which is a different type of, of mail through the post office. Um, but yeah, the, the envelopes, as long as it fits in there, it ships. So that's the other thing with priority mail. If it fits in a flat rate box, it ships. So you can have it bulging a little bit and stuff like that. I mean, you don't have to worry too much. Just don't trim them up because they don't really like when you start making them smaller. So you can make them bulge as much as they want. And as long as your item fits in there and it's not exploding in their truck, then you're good to go. So that's kind of why I like flat rate. I can shove an entire winter parka inside of a uh, padded flat rate mailer and ship it for eight bucks all around the country. So it's pretty good for that. Um, what else? So media mail. Media mail is another thing. If you are shipping books, books, DVDs, I don't think records count. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if records count or not, but CDs, kind of media stuff, things like that, you can ship media mail and you can ship media mail super, super cheap. So like a stack of books that weighs, I don't know, like 50 pounds may only be like 20, 25 bucks to ship, which is absurd because if you're shipping something priority mail or like parcel select ground, which is USPS's super cheap way of doing it but it's not actually any cheaper with the ebay discount that you get for priority mail but if you're using media mail you get a significant cut because i don't really know why they have it outside of books are usually worthless monetarily but they have a lot of value uh like knowledge wise you can gain a lot from them so they're not going to try and hinder you from shipping something that's typically heavy that a lot of people need i imagine that's why they do it but i'm not really sure but media mail is super cheap just don't ship anything that's not media mail media mail because you you'll get in a lot of trouble with just they may take your package and look inside of it they may inspect it i tried to do that one time and ended up catching myself and realizing that i was trying to ship two coffee mugs in a media mail uh package and so that was kind of something that i needed to uh correct and i did but it was just kind of a learning experience where i realized that media mail was only for uh books and things like that so that's another cheap way to ship things. But the post office is really good. I use them primarily as my main shipping uh, supply like shipper. That's who I use to ship everything. If you're going to buy labels, make sure you buy them through eBay um, or through PirateShip.com, which is not a sketch like site at all. It's, it's very legitimate. It sounds really weird because like pirate, you would think you're pirating something, but that's not at all what it is. I don't really know why they called it PirateShip.com, but it's a shipping service that's 100% free. I think it was developed by some web developers in like New York, and they somehow worked out a rate with a post office that is pretty similar, if not the same as eBay, uh, the rate that eBay has worked out. But 
you just get it for free. And if you ever ship something on Mercari where you do free shipping, you can kind of look on pirateship.com and uh, kind of get a better rate than Mercari will probably offer you. It depends. I mean, if you're shipping something across the country, Mercari's rate is pretty good just because it's one flat rate and it kind of takes the middle of where you would be shipping. But if you're shipping something pretty local, let's say like I live in Pittsburgh, if somebody in Philadelphia buys something from me, pirateship.com is usually where I'm going to go to buy it if I haven't bought it from eBay. Like if I'm selling something on Mercari that I did free shipping and I choose to ship it by myself, not using their labels, I'll use pirateship.com because they are very, very good at getting you a low rate. And I'm not affiliated with them at all, but I just, it was something that I didn't know about for the first couple months. And it's something that a lot of resellers don't know about. And I think a lot more people should know about it just because it saves me a good amount of money. So there's that. And the other thing with PirateShip, I don't know how they got this, but they have a, an option on there called USPS Priority Cubic, which basically is like, it allows you to ship super heavy items for very very cheap as long as they fit in a small enough box so as long as it's i think up to a half of a cubic foot you can ship the item for significantly cheaper so again if you're shipping i don't know what you would be shipping that would be less than half a cubic foot that weighs 75 pounds but if you're shipping the world's smallest 75 pound weight you'll probably be able to get it across the country for around 20 to 25 bucks and 75 pounds across the country is an exorbitant amount for USPS. I mean, you would be paying at least, I would imagine 100 bucks just because it's super pricey if you're shipping heavy, heavy objects across the country. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, you know, if, you, if it's an item that's fragile enough that you wanna put it in a box, you can always try USPS Cubic and it should get you, um, it's the same, it's priority mail. So if you sold it with priority mail on eBay, you don't have to worry about it getting to the buyer in time. It is priority mail. It's just a different option that I've only seen pirate ship offer. So that's definitely something that you can use to your benefit. Um, the other thing is UPS and FedEx. I never shipped UPS and FedEx. And it was because one, I don't have a FedEx near me. And two, I didn't really know about shipping with UPS and FedEx. I didn't really know how it would work for me and if people really wanted stuff that would take a little bit longer to get there. But what I realized is with bigger, heavier items, oftentimes they're things that people don't need immediately. So like if I'm shipping a stereo receiver or something like that, I'll use UPS or FedEx to ship it just because it's usually a lot cheaper with them. They have some crazy rate where if, it'll, if you'll allow them to take like one to five days to, to get it there, FedEx Home and Ground is the best shipping service for heavy items. I I can't even tell you how much money I've saved just using that on eBay because eBay recently in 2020 worked out this rate with them that they, I think, give you 50% off of what the actual retail for FedEx Home and Ground is. So if they're gonna charge a regular person $50 to ship with that service, eBay has a worked out rate of $25 with them so it's really really cheap and like i shipped a a stereo receiver that weighed about 30 pounds down to florida and i used fedex home and ground and it was like 22 bucks which is dirt cheap compared to what the post office was going to charge me i think theirs was like 75 i think ups was around 55 so definitely saved myself a lot of money there and that just that helps you reinvest into your business and just keeps your profits high i mean 
you're not trying to lose money here at all. You're trying to keep as much money for yourself as possible because you worked for that money and it's yours, so you might as well keep it. And I think a lot of people kind of miss that whenever they're running a business is, you know, it, it's just the cost of doing business to ship and shipping's expensive, but you want to make sure your shipping costs are as low as they can be for yourself so you get to keep as much money, as much of your own money as you can. So if you're shipping something that's bigger and bulkier and heavier, you got to keep an eye on the size of the box because once you pass a cubic foot, so a 12 inches by 12 inches by 12 inches, or I think that ends up being 1728, 1728 inches cubed. Once you pass that in your dimensions, you will get much higher rates on the post office. And I think it's even smaller dimensions. Once you pass that for UPS and FedEx, your rate skyrockets. And that's because they can't fit as much on the trucks once you get past that, that threshold. So you're costing them a lot more because they can't ship as many items because your five foot by five foot box by you know two foot high box that would fit a refrigerator or something and you put two feathers in there, you know, now they can't ship anything because they don't want to crush your box and you're shipping something that weighs, you know, half, you know, nothing. It doesn't weigh anything. So they've started to change that a lot where they do, it's called, it's called, uh, I don't know, it has to do with volumetric shipping. I forget what the actual name of it is, but what they do is they basically calculate your volume and if your volume exceeds a certain threshold, they translate your volume into pounds and I don't know how they do that but they do and it ends up being like if you go over 12 by 12 by 12 on eBay or not on eBay but with the post office and you ship you know you're shipping a feather a feather weighs nothing but they'll count it as an eight pound package just because that's how much it would cost them to ship for your volume of an item and then it goes up from there so that's kind of how they figure it out uh, it's it's a little bit confusing I just try and keep it under a cubic foot and I'm good to go but you just want to keep in mind that if you do have a bigger item that's over that, you want to keep your box as tight to that item as possible just because the more volume you save whenever you're shipping, the more money you save whenever you're shipping. So that's just something you want to keep in mind with heavier items. I would never be scared to ship a heavier item. Just make sure that you have some foam, some styrofoam, something to put around it, uh, to pack it in there with some packing peanuts even, just something to keep it from bouncing around and to absorb the shock if they drop it. A lot of people say that you want to be able to uh, ship a package that can be dropped from five pounds. I've shipped plenty of heavy packages. If somebody dropped them, or from five feet, if somebody dropped them from five feet, it's completely going to break. But I, I try and keep it that if somebody like dents it or, or kicks it or something, it's not going to break the object inside. So just try for that whenever you're shipping a heavy object or something that's more uh, fragile like a stereo receiver or something like that, you know, try and keep it just so that if somebody ran into it with their foot pretty hard or something like that, it would be fine on the inside. The box may be dented, but the object is good. So that's what you want to do. I mean, that's kind of shipping in, in a, in a nutshell, I guess there isn't a whole lot to it. There's plenty of ways to ship different objects. If I were you and I don't know how to ship anything, if I'm starting out and I've never shipped anything before, I would go on YouTube and I would look up how to ship blank. And, and a lot of people have shipped a lot of things and they make videos on them because it's important for new resellers to learn and old resellers remember what it's like trying to start. So they've made a lot of videos to try and help people along and get them 
kind of acclimated shipping a little bit quicker. So there are countless videos on shipping coffee mugs. I use the FOMO method, F-O-M-O, and it's not fear of missing out, unless I guess maybe fear of missing out on a sale if it breaks, but I don't know why it's called that. It's just, it, that's the name of it, and it's very good. There's a couple of videos on YouTube on it, and I would highly recommend that you look them up and kind of use those for shipping coffee mugs and any sort of glass or dinnerware. It works pretty well for that. Um, but if you're shipping anything, you know, a, a stereo receiver, um, different things like that, you can look that up on e on YouTube. And there's a lot of resellers that have done a lot of good videos on it that I that I could easily uh, you could easily learn from. So that's kind of that's kind of what I have to say about shipping. Let's see, is there anything else? Um, I don't think so. Just try and keep your costs as low as possible. Once you actually start selling a lot more, you'll just be trying to keep your speed up. So it may be a dollar cheaper or 50 cents cheaper to ship in this sort of package versus a flat rate mailer. But for me, when I have to ship 15 items and I only have an hour at lunch and you know they sold overnight, I don't have that much time to package stuff. It makes more sense for me to get the items out and maybe spend a couple more bucks than to waste time trying to optimize all of my shipping. But that's when you start selling a lot more. For now, just learn what you're doing and try and get yourself acclimated to shipping and just learn as much as you can about it because that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with. So the moment that you can kind of get to grips on that and master it, you'll be a lot better off than most people. So I think I'm gonna leave you with that. I'm kind of finishing up my little drive here, but. I will get with you guys tomorrow and talk about something else that can help you make a little bit more money. But for now, stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good one. Peace.